Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films Theater with your hosts, Matthew Alu and Ethan R. Hill. How was that? That was good. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic. What's going on, my fellow movie fans? Welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films. This is episode 34, part to welcome back to the crazy parade. I'm Matt Alu, and with me as always is Ethan R. Hill. How's it going, Ethan? Uh, I'm tired. I'm very tired. I've had a long few weeks. I didn't talk about it last time because I was busy trapped in your head. Yeah. But I moved houses. <laughs> so I'm I've had to move in the middle of a heat wave. So that was oh, those, fun. That always sucks, yeah. Yeah, 40 degrees out and carrying heavy stuff was not ideal. But we're in a new space. That's why there's a bit of extra, probably reverb on my end, just because we haven't set up the room properly yet. So it just I'm in an essentially empty room. That just, That's not in my head, just to clarify. Nope, it's it's definitely it's in a house in Calgary, and it is, it's nice. I'm, I'm, I'm so far digging it, but we'll see how... We'll see how it goes. We got a year here at least, so. Yeah, man. Listen, as long as it's livable and there's like no ghosts and stuff, then you should be good. Oh, right. and I got my I got my second shot this week and that absolutely wiped my floor yesterday. I just I was just not great for a good chunk of the day. So, but overall, yeah. yeah honestly, dude, I yeah, I got my second shot I think on um Canada Day. I went and got my second one. And honestly, like, yeah, my arm's just been sore. I've been lucky with my shots. I haven't actually felt, like, too... Did you get two like, of the same, or...? Too nasty. Yeah, two of the same. See, and I went... Both I Pfizer. Went, I went Pfizer, then Moderna for the second one. Oh, you were mixing it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I, that it, probably it that causes got... a bit more, <laughs> like, issues, or maybe how your body's reacting to it anyway. Uh, apparently, it shouldn't overall. Uh, I did some research, and a bunch of doctors are really confused as to why people care so much about getting the same like like the thing is you can't mix it with astrazeneca because they were developed it's two different types yeah yeah one was rna based based the other one's viral based yeah so it's uh so it's like don't mix those two but like they were really confused like we don't know why people won't want to mix moderna and um pfizer because it's pretty much the same thing it's fine you can do this and so like (laughs) i saw that just happened to walk into a shoppers and be like hey you guys got appointments because mine's at the end of the month and they're like yeah come back tomorrow we'll get you in and i'm like all right you're like good deal yep yeah i was i got uh like the first one i did through the pharmacy and then the second one we did through uh just like sask health or whatever so but both ended up just both happened to just be pfizer at the time right like it was just it, like i was taking whatever they were given whatever you're handing out i will have some of that thank you cut me off a slice piece of that kit kat bar baby <laughs> Let's no that's go. honestly that's been my attitude with it too is like yeah i'm just i'm just all for just kind of let's just do it and let's just get this over with 100 percent, man 100 percent. but uh no i just i think i've just been lucky that's all like some people have like reactions that are really rough and like just wipe them out. Other people, it's like, yeah, my arm is a little sore. That was it. So I don't oh, know. My can't lift it above my head. Shut it up. Was, I just wanted a lucky few. I just wanted. Oh, it's a lucky Irish, I think. Eh? 
Yeah. I'm Irish, though. That didn't help me at all. No. You must not be the right Irish. I'm the left Irish? I don't know. <laughs> like the square-angled Irish? The extra Irish. Is that a thing? I don't I know. I have no idea. I just work here, man. Yeah. I barely do that, so... Anyway, today's episode, which is, uh, I think I already said that, episode 34, part two, we're going to be digging into digital versus physical media. Um, you know, which one's kind of better, which one do we prefer, uh, and a whole bunch of other things, where the future's going, which one's more convenient, I guess, I don't know, we have a whole bunch of different conversations and questions that we're going to be bringing up today, but don't forget to come back next week as well, because it's Star Wars week, that's right, we're going into the sequel trilogy of okay. Star Wars films, and I know we've been like, since we started this podcast now, over a year ago, we've been biting at the chomp. To get into the sequel trilogy and start, you know, having some solid debates. Because for the most part on Star Wars, we agree on most things, I think. Like you if you say the most the part. Bit? Um, you, what did I say? You said biting at the chomp. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, chomping at the bit. Whatever. There you go. I don't know what Matt, I said. Matt, you Sometimes don't spend I... a lot of time around horses, do you? <laughs> I mix and match. I mix and match my metaphors. But <laughs> mostly we agree Metaphor. on Star Wars, but the new trilogy... Once we get past Force Awakens, uh, it's a little... It's going to get interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. And You're then gonna, when we get into the spinoffs, it's going to be even more fun. It's just, I'm it's sure. really, it's going to be interesting how much you realize how wrong you are about everything. Yeah. And how I'm going to just destroy your illusions of anything to do with Star Wars. You have, uh, your overconfidence will be your downfall. And your friend. faith in your friends is yours. <laughs> Yo, I don't have no French. That's exactly why it's your downfall. You have faith in these friends that don't exist. I'm just like, come on, Stevie, let's do this. Like, who like, the hell's Stevie, man? Like, are you, exactly. Are you going to do like a trust fall and be like, catch me, friends, and then no one trust catches you? Fall. I'll do a trust fall with Max. Catch me, Max. Oh, no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Yeah, get off me. You're, you're, you're crushing me, Dad. Star Wars starts next week again. But for today... Physical versus digital. Let's get to it. I think, honestly, I think this conversation starts out very simply. Like, what are you, Matt? Are you physical or a digital guy? Which one do you prefer? I always, I always prefer physical. Like, I'm just very much in that realm. Like, I like having something physical. Um, that I can actually hold, that I can actually like, I got a nice cover for it. Like, cause you get like the box art and everything too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like, I just like it. That's the way we grew up. That's the way we were raised. We didn't have digital shit back in the nineties. You know what I mean? Like we weren't watching YouTube we and downloading videos. And, like we got some sticks outside and we had VHS tapes, baby. We got digital <laughs> clocks. That's all we had. <laughs> like, that's as close to digital as we got. Like there wasn't even DVDs back in the day right like it was it was it was you know those oh, early 90 days were a lot of fun but uh like but but yeah so i think and i think that's for anyone who's a little bit older like we're obviously just gonna have a more um and i don't want to like blanket code it but i think we're just gonna be more inclined <laughs> to physical um as far as just like that personal preference goes what about you bud i uh, i'm i'm a both kind of guy in all honesty um and a lot of people i've actually talked to too it depends 
the defi- the dividing factor on collecting physical media versus digital media that I've encountered working in a working in a record store that sells this stuff mm-hmm. is how much people pirated. If they pirated a bunch, they're very pro digital. But if they didn't ever pirate or didn't want to pirate, then they're Interesting. very pro physical. Interesting. Um, yeah. For me, I'm so here's the thing. Convenience wise, nowadays, for just the sake of libraries and being able to check stuff out, digital is better. Well, that's that was that was one of my other points for preference, but yeah, okay, yeah. Until you don't have bring internet. That up later. <laughs> Until you don't have internet. Like I yeah. haven't for the last week. Yeah. And it was terrible. And suddenly I was really grateful for my gigantic DVD collection. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think I have well over a thousand movies at this point. Like, I've been collecting for 10 years. I haven't counted because I don't want to get sad when I count and find out how much money I've spent. Yeah. But but it's one of those things of, like, for me personally, quality-wise, convenience-wise, digital in this day and age is better. Quality-wise, physical will always be better. You aren't dealing with buffering speeds. You're not dealing with any kind of, like, suddenly the internet craps out and you get a bunch of potato quality video when you put a blu-ray or a 4k in you're gonna consistently get blu-ray or 4k quality it's it's always there it's right there in the disc yeah exactly you're not suddenly you're not gonna suddenly lose it because the internet cuts out yeah so quality wise yes and then also again as a collector like the collectability of it it's fun having your favorite movies at your fingertips and being like yeah this is my favorite movie look at this special edition that i got but like, but I like the versatility that digital brings, right? And also the convenience moving-wise. As someone who, again, I have a large collection of movies, I just had to move them all. That was 18 boxes <laughs> of movies, and it was painful. Yeah, it yeah. was not fun. Whereas if I had them all digitally on a hard drive, it would be, oh, one hard drive, okay, yeah, my movies are moved. So again, I can see the benefits to both. But if I had to choose one or the other, like if I had to give up, if I had to choose between giving up all my streaming services or give up buying. Oh, no, I just asked myself a really hard question because I didn't think about this. Which one would you have to give up? <laughs> if I had to give up buying movies, yeah. it, like if I had to give up one or the other, because in theory, I could buy movie posters still and get the, the joys of the art war. And like, let's be real here. Like, I actually, this is related but unrelated. Have you noticed DVD and Blu-ray box art like just sucks lately? Yeah, like, the fi- like just like film, like film, like poster art in general is not yeah. as good as it used to be. Yeah, because um, it, it's more like marketing mass media style, right? Like everything, yeah. like it's not like they used to have like crazy art. For box well, arts back in the day, right? Well, you'd get different, like, especially when it was the height of, like, the Blu-ray and DVD coming out together. For a lot of times, you'd have a different different art from Blu-ray to DVD. Mm-hmm. And then when 4K started to come out, it was different art between the Blu-ray and the 4K. And now it's just kind of homogenized into all the same art for every single one. Right. Which makes sense. I guess at the end of the day, you don't have to spend as much money. But like as a collector, it's like, no, but I want to find my favorite movie poster and buy that. Sure. Yeah. But it's it's <sighs> when I think about the size of a digi- the digital libraries out there. Like if I if I had to choose between one streaming service. Like only having one access to one streaming service or having access to my DVD collection, I would clearly pick my DVD collection. Mm hmm. 
because I know what's there. I know what I have, but like, and that's, I think the problem with having multiple streaming services is like, well, I can say Disney, Disney plus, but then I'm going to be missing out on some well, of the shows bunch on of the Crave, other stuff. Yeah. Right? Like the shows on Crave and HBO, like, and that's, that's the problem with going digital with my movie collection. I can very much pick and choose what is, what that is built from, from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think at the end of the day, I think I'd still go with physical, even just for like the quality of it. And again, suddenly internet cuts out. Yeah, no physical. I stick with my physical. I like that was a, such a roundabout way to get to my answer. <laughs> well, you but had like, to figure it all out, dude. But no, I, yeah, I had a hundred percent. I'd stick with my physical collection because again, it's it's been handcrafted and built by me, and it, it has it has the movies I want to watch. I know that I like everything in my collection that's there. Otherwise, why would I own it? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And again, not, no dealing with buffering speeds or anything like that. So I think, I think me and you are of the same mind of like physical is in our opinion, better than digital, but I do think digital, like, do you agree with me? Digital does have its advantages as well. Yeah. Uh, like a hundred percent, man. Like, I, I totally agree. Um, on that aspect, like, digital is like really great as far as like convenience and stuff goes but it gets really inconvenient as soon as the internet's down or where something happens right like that convenience just completely goes straight out the window mm-hmm. right like it just doesn't matter at that point anymore um and that's where physical is just life-saving uh you can still watch your shows you can still do your you know stuff your things like if and if you buy it you own it Right, like some of the digital stores, you don't always always even download those films. Like they just live on that digital server, right? So, like, say that company goes out of business and the server shuts down, it's like bye bye. It's you happened know, to me a couple times. You know, goodbye to like the things you've already put money on. Um, yep. And and this question between physical and digital debate, like this happens in the gaming sphere too, right? But gaming's already lost that battle. Because even if you have the physical disc, there's like a gigabyte of information on that disc. The rest still gets downloaded, right? So even yep. if you have the physical disc, they're not even putting the game on the disc anymore. You just It just acts as almost a license to download it. Now, once you download it, like, right, internet connection or not, you can still use it. So there's benefits there. Um, but, yeah, like, like, definitely when it comes to film still, they're still physically on the disc. And if I have to buy one, like if you're saying, go buy a film, are you buying digital or are you buying physical? I will always buy physical because I will always have it. Doesn't matter if a server shuts down or business goes out, like I still have that film. I can put it in my DVD player, my Blu-ray player, whatever, and still watch it. Whereas digital, like if you download it, you have it, but... Again, but even then, like you like, said, like streaming services and stuff, right? Like there, they, like if a streaming services goes down, well, there's all the shows you watched on there gone. Like, is it just well, uh, other other perk to it too? Like, so you ha- say you have it all backed up on a hard drive, you damage that hard drive, you lost ten thousand movies. Well, there you go, exactly. I yeah. scratch, like aside from my house burning down, knock on wood, like I don't think anything is gonna happen from that you know like, I, like yeah. I don't think i wouldn't lose that i'd lose one movie yeah if i if i if a disc gets scratched i lose one movie and that's basically it right like that's 
hundred percent. Like, is it convenient that I don't have to get off my butt to go change films or watch a different movie? Yeah, that's pretty convenient, man. But I tell you, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, like digital is great, but it's not always reliable. Like that's what we say all the time, right? Like how often do all of us, doesn't matter what level of technology you use at some point, technology is a dick and you can't use it for whatever reason. Like it's always the same technology is great until it doesn't work, which happens more often than obviously we'd like. And that's kind of the same how I feel with digital films. Like it's great. It's convenient until it doesn't work until a server gets shut down until your hard drive gets damaged. Like it's just because then they're gone. And what are you going to do after that? So, well, it's like the Wi-Fi signal isn't strong enough. It's strong enough, right? What's you're it going to be like? Potato oh, graphics. Your, your, Blu-ray, said that. your Blu-ray potato. signal isn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not going to be a thing. Like, and that's just the frustrating I, part. I agree. Like, yeah. So as far, right. as far as film goes, like, I just think physical is superior. And it's right there. Like, it's on the disc. You're not streaming things. There's no weird connection issues. Like, it's all right there the best quality you're going to, like you said, consistently get throughout the whole film. Oh, exactly. Because it doesn't rely on downloading. Uh, it, maybe something will skip at some point, at which point I just go and buy a new disc. Yeah. And especially with Blu-ray and 4K, like, that's almost impossible now. Like, it's so hard to scratch and damage those discs. Mm-hmm. They're hardy. Not like the old CDs of the past where you, like, looked at it funny. It's like, scratch. It's like, damn it. No. Damn it. I knew I shouldn't have let that eyelash fall out of my eye. Damn it. I've noticed more and more what people are doing, though, is there there is a mixture. People will buy physical, but they'll also have digital. I mean, I do it. Like, I have yeah, yeah, 100%. streaming sites as, yeah. well as, the, as well as buying physical. And it's the same thing with music. Like, a lot of people, because records have made such a comeback, people will buy records, and then they'll keep their phones with their digital music on it for in their cars and stuff like that. And so yep. CDs are sort of falling by the wayside, kind of. Right? So it's it's interesting. It's interesting to see where, where we're at with it. And I don't think digital is going to fully take off until they work out all the bugs. Like, perfect streaming all the time with no internet connection. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you'll ever get there consistently across the planet right i think i think you will across the not necessarily i don't know necessarily in our lifetime but i think it will definitely get there yeah unless the world completely crumbles and falls apart before that happens which i mean also also a possibility (laughs) we're not really we're not some days i look at the news and i'm like we are well dude some days i look at the news and i'm like we are not a good place clearly (laughs) the ocean is literally on fire no, no, that was the, the that oil was that is the oil that is in the ocean is on fire. Oh yes, I know, but uh, I think but that like, makes it, it better. It, it's it's a whole pretty ridiculous situation, but uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you just in general. Like the hybridization, the use of both is the best way, right? Like, and like gun to my head, if I have to pick one, I'm going physical, right? But yeah. other than that, like yeah, I'll buy the movies I want to buy. I will stream the movies and shows I want to stream. Like, and if they get taken off a streaming service and I want to still watch them, I'll go buy them. Exactly. Right. Like, but I'm not buying a digital. Like I never, I don't, the only things I buy digital again are games mainly because they're already digital in the first place. Like the discs don't even mean anything anymore. Um, 
I do like to go physical, but with COVID, obviously, I've done digital a lot. But um, when it comes to films and stuff, like if it's still on the disc, I'm going for the physical stuff. But yeah, that hybridization, that's just, that's the natural way of things. Where do you think it's going to go in the future, though? Like, do you think, like, I know you just said, like, when Wi-Fi gets better. But like, what about like in our lifetime, not some mystical future? Do you I think, think things are going to lean more towards digital? Do you think people are going to start... Is it going to be that old becomes new again thing and people are going to lean back towards the physical a little bit more heavily? I think... So my, my opinion, I think what it's going to be is I think for the most part, it is going to become digital. It is very much going to be like, I'd say 80% digital. But I think that 20% is going to be specifically collector's base. So we're going to get like super special edition collector stuff mm. that not it. You're going to have to pay a premium for probably 20 to 30 bucks per movie. Right. But you're getting so much more out of it. You're getting the best version of that film that you can. Whereas mm. the digital streaming one, not so much. And I think, I think what it'll turn to is there's going to be like, more options to buy digital to download and keep rather than just to like oh yeah you have this until our service dies like yeah. it'll be like specifically like <laughs> yeah sure. buy your hard drive and download it directly to that and have it for the rest of your life like yeah save it to the cloud in your personal library for the rest of your life like that kind of stuff i think will be where it goes and i think there's nothing wrong with that at the end of the day at the end of the day, as a creator, content just needs to be seen. That's the main purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I was thinking, I keep thinking about this, and it really baffles me that, like, more... There isn't, like, a film archive online for people to access. Like, even, like, for the public domain ones, just, like, where you can access and watch any film throughout history. Like, you'd think there'd be something like that that exists, but, like, there really isn't. And, like, the closest we have is our streaming services. But that, again, I think comes down to rights and stuff like that. It's just, it's weird that yeah, the public the domain. Thing, for sure. But you'd think for public domain stuff, there'd be something like that rather than just on YouTube in, again, potato quality. <laughs> I love that. Potato quality. That's what I call it anytime anything looks like crap now. I want to say like, I got that. potato quality. I think I got that from Prosser, and Prosser probably got it from somewhere. I don't know. I just, it's been in my vocabulary for years now. That's how things usually spread, though. <laughs> but, like, um, no, it's it's one of those things that I think, I think it would be foolish of us to not think that digital is going to be the way of the, because that's, that's the way it always has been. Yes, there's been some comeback for for physical, but, like, the way of the future is always going to be digital. It's always going to be because it's more compact. It's simplistic. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if like cheaper for companies. Well, actually, like day. like Nintendo actually kind of has the right idea in going from they went from cartridges to discs back to cartridges. Mm-hmm. But that's because the cartridges, the microchips can store more data on that than on a disc. And you can load quicker on that than a disc. So if anything, if it's going to go, if, if movies are going to go, like the next step for movies, I think would be going to a cartridge-based thing before going completely digital. Hmm. Interesting. I think it makes sense. It's like, I hey, never yeah, thought about a, that before. No. Here's a little Cartridges data. for a film. Yeah, here's a little data stick with your 8K movie on it. Mm-hmm. Right? 
your terabyte of data film in this pretty much right (laughs) yeah and i like and i think i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think at the end of the day technology is going to consistently be moving forward Mm -hmm. and i think as someone who is like technologically kind of illiterate sometimes being afraid of technology and things moving forward is just it's not going to help you in the long run no, like, again, being a contrarian because it's like, oh, well, it's not what I grew up with. Like, shut up. VHSs are cool and all, but, like, <laughs> doesn't mean that, yeah. That's the march the of progress and time, people. The march of progress and time. I mean, listen, we're not still driving around on, like, freaking, like, a horse and buggy because we got cars now and they're better, you know? We're not still, like, using a steam engine. It's just like, geez, there's always advancements. We move forward. Unfortunately, we are stuck in like this whole like fossil fuel situation. Like just, I feel like we're just stuck right now in time. You know what I mean? Like just as a human we're, race. We're this is like a, there. This is a side move, topic. We need to pick up the pace a bit, but we're, we're moving. Like, I, I, yeah, man, I, I think there needs to be more investment. Like, but like, man, where's, our, where's not even the flying cars, man. Like, but you look at like those beautiful, like utopias of the future images, ideas. And it's like, how are we ever going to reach that if we just can't move forward? Like, Matt, the problem with that is they didn't think about the physics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't say specifically the flying cars. I said like without those, but just like you think of like the cleanliness, like the beauty, like, you know, the electrical, like just, just a more fu- better functioning society. And I'm like, man, we we still stuck in the past. But but you're right. Like as far as it comes to technology, when it comes to film and stuff, it's like, yeah, you can't be afraid of technology. You can't be afraid of change. Um, are there drawbacks to it? Yes. But, you know, do what's best for you. But don't be afraid to also embrace the future. Right. Like enjoy your physical media like I do and collect it if you love to collect it. But uh you want to if you want to dabble in digital go ahead like i still don't buy digital because i don't trust it 100 yeah. percent completely as far as purchasing and putting my money on it i'm even skeptical skeptical about video games right like i'm even skeptical about that but uh but like streaming services are like they're they're great and everyone knows they're great that's why they've taken off that's why it's a streaming war because like, listen, I don't have to buy these things. I just pay my money and I gotta just rent them. You just rent pretty much every movie that's on there, as many movies as you want, well, for that it, price. Again, like, the cool thing with it, too, is it also... Uh, Man, I miss Blockbuster. Anyway. I mean, that, that's an experience, 100%, that it's, like, just it's kind of missing, right? But I, like, I'm, I'm honestly sad, like, my kids will never experience that. Because there was something special about a Friday night, like plan with your friends like oh we're gonna have a sleepover then you like roll down a blockbuster and you get your chips and you get your pops and you pick out your movie and you get a look at like you go in there and you see all the lines of that movie you want and you're like hoping to god there is one box behind the box art you know what i mean yeah. left there's one film and you get to talk to like other people about the movies like it's just i'm honestly a little disappointed that people don't get to our, like our kids won't get to experience that because it was pretty cool it was well, pretty I think, cool i think it, the interesting thing for me is access to digital movies has definitely expanded my horizons a bit more than just physical media sure because again no. with physical media you are limited to what's in the store yeah and what was in like um 
what was in the store and what was in the uh, like even even just what you were looking for right like you weren't going into sections that you weren't interested in whereas like going on to the streaming sites or anything like that like there's so much more at your fingertips where you're like oh and you like my my horizons have been expanded by that just vastly and it's and it's cheaper right like you don't have to pay to rent one film to test it out like you're paying your subscription service and you can watch whatever you want right so like it's less risk adverse too there are there, there's definitely a, pluses and benefits point, though, but as, as soon as you as soon as you invest in like what is it 20 different streaming services now then you've kind of like it kind of balances out there right well and then you got to pick and choose right like it's up to the person i guess like amazon's pretty good because you like that just kind of bundles in if you get amazon prime like there's a whole bunch of different services you get with that um like and then again depends what shows you want to watch or what's or what is more important to you uh at the end of the day right that comes down to it like my wife myself now you know we we love disney so of course we're gonna have disney plus and then netflix i just find it's a pretty good it's a good mix of a lot of different things right Mm-hmm. um you still can't get everything and that's that's okay too like but again you can still buy things but i just think when it comes down to like expanding your horizons and trying out new films like say you're paying your subscription to netflix it's like well i can try out this film or this you know these four films even though i'm not 100 sure on them but if you were renting it physically right you'd have to pay rent on each 10 bucks or whatever it was on each individual film Instead of just your 15 for the month or whatever it is, or 20 or whatever it is nowadays. But yeah, I don't know. Again, like you said, benefits and drawbacks to each one. You missed the experience, but your horizons are opened a little bit more as well. Oh, exactly. And that's... I think at the end of the day, any way that you can get movies in and media in is kind of the right answer it's, it's just the right way if you can do it then do it and, it and and enjoy the way you like to do it right like don't let anyone tell you different game how you want to game watch movies the way you want to watch movies whatever we're not system, here to shame like, people like no one's yeah and if people are they're dicks so don't worry about it don't worry about their opinion doesn't matter yeah i, I had one other question it was just floating at the top of my mind now it ran away and i don't know where it went to for someone with a pretty empty head, it's interesting how many things I lose at the same time. Like, I mean, I got out, so it's not did, much of a surprise. Where did that go? <laughs> where did that question go? Um, yeah, we talked about preference. Talked about the future. Um, talked about gun to your head. What would you, you know, kind of go with? Uh, I thought there was one more thing that I wanted to talk about. I'm drawing a blank on it, too. Hmm. Hmm. We talked about consistent quality, right? Obviously, physical is going to have a higher consistent quality. Yeah. Depending on your internet, right? Depending even what room in the house you're in. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think that's it. Obviously, movie theaters are the best way to watch films. End of story. That's what they're all designed for exactly and it's such a special experience i love going to the movies oh dude i went and saw quiet place part two hot damn 
My wife but took yeah, me when we you tell us. Was that last? I told you I told you I was going that was the first movie oh, okay. I was going to go see, but I didn't know I was actually going to see it. It was uh my wife uh we like did this staycation for our anniversary, right? Yeah. And she surprised me by like was like, "Oh, we're going to the movie theaters." And I was like, "Sick." And I thought she was going to take me to like like want to go to like Cruella or something. And she's like, "No, we're going to go to a quiet place." And I was like, "Really?" Cuz she doesn't like scary stuff, so that was like that was one of those things where it was like that was like that's a moment of true love right there man willing to go see a quiet place part two movie was pretty good i enjoy it it ended a little it ended a little bit abruptly i was like oh it's over okay oh that's uh, all right <laughs> um dejamon uh jamon hansu uh is in it for like 10 seconds and i was like god damn it this guy's such a great actor why is he not in more stuff and why is he not in bigger roles? Ridiculous. But uh, other than that, though, it was a pretty damn good movie. And uh, so, yeah, I've actually been back to the theaters. And it was pretty great. Next one, I do want to go see Black Widow, though. That's definitely one of them. But I think me and Prosser are saving going back to the movies for uh, The Green Knight. Oh, yeah. It's like good choice. If it's going to if it's going to be something, let's do something weird. Let's. Let's get that Arthurian fantasy, yeah, going. Let's watch. Yeah, let's go to yeah. see that. Let's support that and get a whole new wave of a genre of fantasy films brought to theaters. Hundred percent, man. <laughs> Rock and roll. Um, yeah, yeah. No, we're, I, we, I think that was it, though. I don't. I can't. I. I thought I had one more thing to talk about, and honestly, you hop into questions of the day, and then it, maybe I'll come back. Yeah. Maybe let's do that. We'll go into our questions of the day, but let us know. Do you guys prefer physical or digital gun to your head? Which one are you are you choosing? And just what are your thoughts when it comes to it? Uh, let us know down in the comment section below, but we'll move on to our question of the day, which, which is uh, from me. And I'm going to do this throwback to the very beginning of the episode. And I'll ask Ethan, because he just experienced this. Would you choose to move in plus 40 or minus 40? Oh, plus 40, easy. Not even a competition. No, because like, yes, it was terrible and I hated it. It was awful, but I could not imagine moving in the snow. I've moved in the snow. <laughs> it is like not great. Well, like, and so that's a question is like, is this minus 40 weather with snow or without snow? oh there's always snow man because if, if it was you know if it's, you know how it would be around here there's always if snow. it's minus 40 without snow my body movement it would be fine because body movement would keep my like a temperature up and all that stuff so that's great i wouldn't worry about overheating i'd be moving constantly so i wouldn't be worried about freezing either fair enough however the snow and the ice adds a factor to that now in the plus 40 you just got to be continuously getting hydrated and that's the the trade-off there but uh yeah no plus 40 easily just yeah not even a debate I, I, would, I would i would agree with you probably in that one um i have moved in both where it was like i think the one day we moved it was like minus 38 i was like oh my god i'm freaking gonna die and it was like super cold. There was a lot of snow. It was just not a fun experience. It's not bad for the small things. But as soon as you start moving beds and cabinets and stuff and you kind of need more secure footing because you're holding something that's heavy as hell. Yeah. 
that's where it really gets to be a pain in the ass. But uh, yeah, no, I'd agree with you 100%. Even though like hot sucks when it's like that level of heat, um, it's still ultimately better at the end of the day. A little bit safer too. So 100%. It's dangerous all around. Don't move people. Yeah, just don't move, man. And, and make sure you have, if you have your friends helping you out, because no one, honestly, I don't care who you are, and your friend might be the greatest person in the world, they do not want to help you move. Like, no one wants to help you move. No one even wants to move themselves, right? Like, so no one wants to help. If you're going to do it, make sure you damn well have some beer and pizza or, sit, like, bring the quality stuff. Don't cheap out. Don't go to Little Caesars, you know? Get the good stuff. Get the good stuff. Yes. <laughs> little tip of the day for you. Question and tip. So what about you guys? Would you move in minus 40 or plus 40? I feel like everyone's going to say plus 40. Probably. Some might choose the cold, though. I can't never think know. of a single person who would be crazy enough to say the cold. Well, sometimes you don't have a choice, I guess. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hilarious. Anyway, um... Yeah, no, I Did can't it come back to you at all. No, no, not at all. No. Well, I guess this is just a short episode. Oh well. Yeah, I can't. I can't really think of it off the top of my head. I mean, when it comes down to it, like there's just like we've said all episode. Like there's definitely pros and cons to each one, and like yeah. Do you have a Do you have a favorite format? that we've had so far like do you have like a personal preference from vhs to 4k for home video that you've enjoyed the most or not really not really probably like i mean once you start getting to like 4k and like there's 8k tvs like the t your eye can only see so much the human 16, eye can only I see think. so much definition you know what i mean like at some point it's getting like and sometimes with the 4K stuff, you can tell things are like makeup. Like you can see through yeah. the fog the of flaws. the cinematic magic, right? Like you yeah. can really see like something's makeup or paint or whatever. So like I just think normal, like just straight up HD, you know, or maybe even like 1400p. Like 4K is nice. Um, yeah, I just think like that 1080p is probably like the perfect because you got the clarity of the image but also nothing, you're not seeing through the magic still. There's still that layer of magic. See, if I could if I could get the aesthetic of VHS with the quality of 4K, I'd like that because I like VHS cases. Yeah, I like the cool. feel. I like the hefty feel of a VHS. It's like, this is a movie. Like, there's something in here, yeah. Yeah, and if I could get that with the quality of a 4K, that would be cool, but I don't think that would work. I don't think it would... No, I don't think it would, <laughs> I don't think it would work either. <laughs> essentially be like it would just be like a, a pluggable hard disk drive like a has a disk inside and you just push it in and then yeah yeah like I, there'd be a market for it people would 100 percent buy it like it just it's it's i don't think it would sell enough to justify yeah no 100 percent man 100%. i miss vhs tapes i do well, yeah, and I just think, like, going forward, like, I think companies are going to just move more digital anyway. Like, it's just going to be yeah. inevitable, right? Like, you're no, not, you right. don't have to pay for physical distribution and pay to, like, for the discs or for the hard, the like, the hardware aspect of distribution and putting out films. Like, yeah, that's definitely going to be a benefit. 
Well, and that's where I think I think the microchip or the SD card or anything like that is going to be the future of movies before we go completely digital. Before. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. It should be interesting. The future, yeah. always changing. Always changing. Anyway, that's it for this episode of A Feast of Films. And uh, make sure you catch up with us next week as we dig into Star Wars and start getting, start getting into the next trilogy, Episode 7. Yay. That's right. Ethan, where can the good people find you? You can find me at Ethan R. Hill on Instagram. You can also find me at Ethan R. Hill on YouTube. And you can also find the film that me and Proster made, Damned Rights, at realhouse.org. You can download it. You can buy it. You can stream it. All that fun stuff. Matt, where can they find you? Cool. You can find me on Twitter at GK Radio Man. And uh, you can find my new podcast, Gaming Night Radio. It's a fun time. We talk about the best of gaming and we call out the worst because there's definitely worst parts in there too. Um, you know, crappy microtransactions, terrible predatory business practices developer abuse lots of stuff that we always talk about too because it's important to just spread awareness of the things that aren't great but uh to celebrate and love the things that are so uh yeah you can find that on any of your podcast apps wherever you're listening to this you should be able to find gaming night radio yeah so look it up look it up other than that i'm matt alu with me as always is ethan r hill and this has been A Feast of Films, episode 34, part two. We'll see you next week as we dig into Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Have a good week, everybody. So long. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. Yeah. Woo, we did it. <laughs>